Yo! Welcome to episode 14, the big 1414 of the Gamers Podcast. I am your host, Pedro, known as El Guapo in our Discord server. And with me, as always, are Manny, the Ice Queen of Texas, and James, Slickest Slayer. Hey, How you guys what's doing? Up? Doing good, doing howdy, good. Howdy, howdy. Yep, doing good. Doing good, doing good. <clears throat> what have you guys been up to? Have you guys done any any gaming? Oh, yeah. Since the last time we talked. Been doing a lot of raids. Kings Fall, a lot of Kings Fall raids. And then uh, playing a lot, a lot of cyberpunk. And finding out that I, I have a limit. Um, I do get I, I do get very uncomfortable <laughs> playing that game sometimes. Oh, wow. I was, I was surprised. <laughs> so that game really pushes the boundaries, huh? It does. Okay. 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 What about you, Manny? What have you been playing since the last time we talked? I've been doing Dead by Daylight to nice. um, yeah to. And I believe recently you were actually the killer for the first time, weren't you? I was, and oh, I killed everybody. Nice. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which awesome. which, uh, which character were you? I was the um, the hillbilly. The hillbilly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. What's his specialty? He, gosh, um, he has a chainsaw, and oh. I don't quite know all the how to use the perks and everything because mm-hmm. uh, I was doing an LFG for DVD last night and the guys that joined they it's like they're really seasoned uh, gamers on this game they've been yeah. playing this game ever since it came out back in 2016 or so ah damn yeah <laughs> and so they were like oh let me let me set up my load my build and everything I was like build for a killer on this game the fuck what kind of build can you get and yeah, um, one of them became Michael Myers, extremely fast, and he was uh, able to go invisible. And then, um, yeah, and then the other one was the nurse, and uh, could easily spot us. And whenever they got someone, got one of the survivors, and you were kind of close to it, you automatically would get downed. So all he or she would have to do is just go towards you and pick you up, and then hook you up. So. Yeah, that was that was interesting, but yeah, um, I got to kill everybody. And um, whenever I'm doing these custom games, I will all just uh, take a shot at being the killer. Okay, so it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's been fun. We're um, cool. we're gonna be gaming again probably tomorrow, give or take. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Halloween event just came out. Uh, Believe at midnight last night. It's awesome. That's yeah. Freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Well, for the next episode, maybe you can tell us how all that went. <clears throat> oh, yeah. All right. So, are you guys ready for today's topics? Yeah. What are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, today we're going to be talking about Stadia is shutting down. What? That's a big rip. And uh-huh. I, I didn't see that one coming. I... <laughs> yeah, who could have seen that coming, especially who was running the freaking thing. And our second topic, Bungie needs to seriously rework its grinding of pinnacles before Lightfall. 
Microsoft aims to acquire Japanese game studios, and I believe James has uh, quite a bit of info to share about this one. If not info, just what his fantasy might be in regards to this. And lastly, <laughs> we are going to talk about the Overwatch 2 launch and how Battle.net uh, will, is now going to require phone verifications as a way for you to be able to play um, their Overwatch 2 and eventually in a couple of weeks, Modern Warfare 2. And at the very end, we're going to finish this with our two cents where we are all going to share our thoughts on a particular topic. And I'm going to keep those a secret until the end. And then you guys are just going to have to pick one of those topics. So, you guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. So, I believe last week, if I'm not mistaken, it was announced that Stadia is actually shutting down. So what do you guys no think one. about that? <laughs> mm -hmm. Surprising no one. <laughs> um, I think on the yeah. on the internet, um, someone made like a counter, and they basically did mm -hmm. a countdown of when uh, Stadia started, and then um, kind of put in their estimate of average lifespan of Google projects. And uh, so just being a Google project in its own was already setting itself up for failure. And then um, who who was running it? Was it, is his name Phil Harrison? I or, believe or, so. I could be or wrong. Let me see. Yeah, Phil Harrison. Yeah. So that was another sign. He has just had failure after failure. I could probably pull it up here on which projects. Actually, here, I got you. Okay, go ahead. I'll tell you about it because I got it right here. So, from 1992 to 2008, he quit after the disaster with the PS3 launch. And I'm pretty sure everybody remembers that one. And then from 2008 to 2010, um, he was with Info Games and Atari, uh, which eventually filed for bankruptcy in 2013. And then from 2010 to 2012, he's a, he was a Gaikai, which was eventually bought by Sony. 2012 to 2015, he quit after the disastrous Xbox One launch, which I um, know for a fact all of us can remember that one. And then, lo and behold, from 2018 to 2023, he was running Google Stadia, and now it is closing in less than five years. Hmm. As the picture says, at Juju. Yeah. Yeah. Um... What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this? Like, there's a, there's so much. There's so much to say. Well, um, for me, it doesn't surprise me, just because I, since I'm well acquainted with Android devices, uh, my first phone, our Android phone was the Google Nexus phone. Um, this was before like Pixel, Google Pixel ever came into the picture, and these phones were freaking awesome because they're very bare bones. There was yeah. no bloatware or none of I that. I love the Nexus I, line. Yeah. Oh my god, me too. I still think about it every now and then. And in that process, in that experience of using Android devices, I have seen my fair share of some apps where I think I would hear, I, I remember using them like once or twice, and then later on I'd be like, hey, I won't ever wonder what, what happened to this app, and then it turns out that Google just completely abandoned it. 
And a thing that is pretty unfair about this is just the fact that I remember a couple of months ago, um, I think Google had come out saying that they were still that they they had a lot of plans for uh, for Stadia, um, that they were gonna keep looking to expand its uh, catalog for games and that you know for people not to worry that they were committed to this and then now all of a sudden boom we're gonna shut it down yeah i think that's a good sign for all of us to kind of look at even though we all mm -hmm. saw it coming i think the the pay like how quick they just shut it down um or you know obviously it's going to shut down in January. You're still going to have time to get in your refunds and all that stuff. But um, when they announced it, game developers they had contracts with didn't even know about it. Employees went into work not yeah. even knowing about it. And it was an announcement. Like they didn't, they announced it, I want to say 30 seconds or not 30 seconds, but like 30 minutes before they tweeted it or they put it on the internet. Um, and the reason I point that whole spiel out is, you know, we are all adults here. You know, most of our audience is, is, you know, above 20 something or whatever. Um, and we mm -hmm. have to do, we do have to be concerned with the world economy, you know, like uh, they, uh, PlayStation increased their prices because the yen isn't strong, uh, as it once was. Um, yeah. So I think we're seeing companies, these big ginormous companies, get advice from their um, financial advisors and their foreshadowing and everything is, Hey, we need to sort of cut the fat now and not sort of, we actually do need to cut the fat now. Things that just aren't producing as well as we'd like to in our margins, we need to cut that. So, you know, yeah. I think, you know, Google, um, Google won't be the last. Yeah, no. Benny, what about you? What do you think? Um, well, I, don't really have an opinion. I've never been on Stadia. I've never used Stadia, but my apologies. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're, you know, just on the initial launch, I think where the, the misstep was is they, everybody, the way they advertise it, the way they get their message across, everyone was like, oh, this is cool. It's going to be a supplement to my gaming uh, tools to my gaming library, whatever. It's going to supplement that. I can go, you know, mm. game on the go. Um, you know, that's great. It's a cool idea. Sure. There could be some lag or whatever, or the inputs may not be that great. Cause I'll be on a, di a mobile device, um, as my controller or something, but Hey, if I don't want to game on my computer, I can game at my TV or whatever. And then, you know, people, started getting the hints of like Netflix or gaming, like, Oh, that's neat. It's going to be like a subscription model. That's awesome. And then we got the truth that, Nope, you're just going to buy this digital game that you're going to be stuck with. It's not going to be connect to any other libraries. You can't cross progress, um, your game from mm -hmm. one device to another, like say Xbox to stadia. It's just, you're on stadia. That is your console. And the yeah. whole idea, like they, they went into, a three console competing market with no console, just this idea of like a digital thing. And um, yeah, that was, I, I don't want, I want to, sure. I, I buy digital um, games, but I want to download it. I don't want to play it on the cloud. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
Yeah, no, because that lag can be um, can be pretty detrimental to the experience unless you're patient enough and willing to put up with it, which is something that I guess my brother was more than willing to put up with it because but the Stadia offered it worked for him for his situation. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> uh, either way, when he heard the news, he was pretty disappointed because. Yeah, and so. Who knows? Is, well, is he, we'll see um, what happens. Is he going to go through the uh, uh, the uh, refund process? Because they said everything basically is going to get refunded. I don't know about DLC or, or, or current game in game yeah. currency, but I'm actually think- not sure. And honestly, I don't even I, let me ask him about that. Yeah, yeah. Tell him. No, I know. Yeah, that is okay. the positive about this. Is like you know we all knew this was basically a beta test. And Google advertised it as not. So they could have totally been like, hey guys, it's not working out. We're shutting down. See ya. But they are going to refund any purchase made through the Google Play Store. So you go on the store to buy your you know, Chromecast, your controller, your games. I'm assuming that's what they mean by the Google Play Store. I never purchased a game through Stadia, but they are going to, you know, take care of the customers. At least on on that part, so that's that's nice yeah. of them. At least that's what it sounds like. Okay, well, since we were talking about that, because the game that my brother, um, you know, was playing the hell out of when he got the Stadia or Google Stadia, was uh, Destiny Two. And so, speaking of, um, there was an article a couple of weeks ago, and I believe you, James, had shared it, and I think we had like a ton, we had a, like, a, like a pretty lengthy conversation about this, and that is Bungie needing to rework its grinding of pinnacles before Lightfall. And so, for anybody out there that isn't fully familiar with pinnacles for Bungie or for Destiny 2, um, essentially, these are armor pieces or engrams that you get and they give you a high powered armor or uh, weapon whatever it is and it's now gotten to the point where you have to complete what is it like five matches on crucible get your pinnacle five matches on this five matches on that and I mentioned that it's now turned into some kind of like a like a sh- uh, what's it called a chore so to speak. So it's just like you log on, you do it, and then you get off. Next day you log on, you do it, and then you're done. You log on, it just kind of repeats and repeats and repeats. Any what has been your experience so far? Um, that's partly the reason why I kind of took a little break from destiny and i got into dead by daylight um i just recently got on destiny 2 a few days ago but i only did pinnacles for my warlock but it's just i don't know it it's i hate that feeling of repetitiveness which is Mm -hmm. why i got pushed off of gaming constantly on division so I know, like right now, I'm pretty much almost done with the season pass for this season. So after that, there's not really much else to do uh, besides doing raids with a group of people or jumping on to help them do their pinnacles or maybe attempt uh, your hand at doing trials. But besides that, 
what else is there to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would like to see that getting fixed before Lightfall. It would be nice. Yeah. What about you, James? Uh, I was thinking a lot about this, and it sort of goes into um, the live service kind of aspect of, of uh, Destiny 2. Um, basically I think right now I could be wrong. I barely focus cause I never even reach it. Right. But I think seasonal, um, max is like a hard cap is, or is it soft cap? Jeez. I don't even know what the difference is. Basically, let's just use random numbers here. For example, the highest light level that you could grind to outside of your seasonal activity, say 1580 to get to that 1580, you know, you'll probably stop at 1570. Um, and then that last 10, only pinnacle gear will get you up to that last 10. Um, powerful gear, yeah. they'll get you up to 1570. And then pinnacle will take you to that last stretch. Um, and and right now, I seem to be hitting maybe almost max or or maybe max right at the last two weeks. Or right in the middle of an event um, in the season. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, man, it would be awesome if they just didn't have this kind of stuff. If we all were the max light level and we could do all of this. And then I th- yeah. realized you would have about a week of content. <laughs> you know, they would have their seasonal, their weekly story. And then you'd go, you'd go through all the grandmasters and master nightfall or uh, master uh, raids and stuff, you know. Uh, so... The light level there, it's it's a it's a governor, you know, it's to keep you chasing after stuff the entire season when you've done the seasonal mm-hmm. story for that week. Yeah. And it's funny, we think about this live service thing and we have Call of Duty Warzone. And I don't know, I, I've played a lot of that stuff, same with Fortnite, and I only don't play constantly on that stuff, even Halo, because uh it's sort of the, I don't want to bore my audience with me dying all the time and losing and not really like mm-hmm. doing hype moments like Ninja or something, but I love it. I don't get tired of that, but division and destiny, I think there's so many things to do in there and you kind of have to do it in order to get to maybe other activities within that game, say like Grandmaster Nightfalls or something. It does yeah. feel like a chore because it's a requirement. Rather than, you know, I hop onto Fortnite, I'm playing, I'm having fun, and then I hop into another match. It's the same exact style of match, you know? It's the same thing over and over and over again, but I'm having fun. I think it's because I only have to hop in and, you know, shoot some some, uh, players, you know? Like, that's it. That's That's the only thing. I don't have to go over this planet, gather this resource. I don't have to go over here and do this mission. Oh man, I got to do three of these missions. I've do, I've been playing destiny two since it's launch these missions I've seen since launch, you know? So I think, I don't know how they're going to, I don't know how a game like division or destiny will, uh, fix the, uh, power grind and repetitiveness. I, I don't know how you could do that in, in their setting. The shooters, you know, yeah. they seem to be doing it well. They seem to be doing it fine. Only have one thing to I do. I think, um, <laughs> yeah, I think also one of the things that is going on with Destiny 2 is 
the repetitiveness, the, the repetitiveness of some of these missions, like the strikes, like they're in dire need of a refresh. They right. really are. And, you know, like Kate Six has been dead for I don't mm -hmm. know how long, and we're still doing a freaking strike peace. with him in it. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Forsaken. Uh, of course. It has to be mm -hmm. three years old now, Forsaken. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I think it's like three or four years old, mm -hmm. but. It, it's just like it, it's it really there are some parts where it really needs to refresh same right. thing with gambit and the map and like the maps it has yeah um it, like it just it just it needs a refresh it really does i, I would well, say i would say man i don't even know like what you could do with it i, I think the system is is pretty decent right now and they and we just need to see new places, right? A yeah. new strike. Uh, I, I mean, because we're doing the same thing over and over again, just so we can get to that little bit of next light level. So eventually, we can do a grandmaster. But if they just gave us those light levels that we can do the grandmaster, you you would we would be done with the game in like a month, and then they'd be like, oh man, you just played through the whole entire season. It's supposed to be three months worth of yeah. content. So they just got, they, you know, I, I think as, as they get new stuff in, hopefully the game will feel less repetitive and, and we'll hear Cade six, um, a lot less and, and cry a lot less too, because of that. Yeah. No, it just reminds me a whole lot of, I don't even know if the, if the comparison would make any sense, but it makes sense in my head. So I remember a couple of years ago, this was before Kitchen Nightmares with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Gordon Ramsay was like a big thing. You don't and, and uh, <laughs> he was, he was at this restaurant and he asked to look at their menu and their menu was way too long. They like, they, they had way too many different things, too many combinations, too many sides. And Gordon Ramsay tells him, like, you, you are overextending yourself. Like, you, you have so much that you are overwhelming um, your customers. And so he, like, starts cutting down different items. Like, you don't need this. You don't need that. You can get rid of this. You can combine this with this. So it doesn't look overwhelming, you know. And thinking with what you said, like, if they were to do some of these changes, you know, we would finish with the stuff within a month instead of in three months. And I guess in some way, Bungie is also trying to find that balance. Where, okay, well, maybe we can add a couple of extra maps for, for this or for that. But is it going to be too much? Is it going to get too overwhelming? No, because I think right now we can be talking about it and say like, no, it's not. Like, I mean, we're, like, like we said, we need new maps. I wonder if in them trying to make those maps or trying to come up with the content to add those new maps, if they would be overextending themselves as it is, is that where you know Sony giving them the like buying them for those billions of dollars worth? Is that where that is going to come in? You know, I think, I think so. what a benefit of Fortnite and Warzone have, because this is a perfect example to bring in like in um, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite, you know, it's another shooter game, another shooter game, uh, but it's missing that BR element, 
So you are going yeah. on the same map. You are doing the same thing over and over again. It's really, really quick. So you burn through that content a lot faster in a BR like Fortnite or uh, Warzone. You so you have that large map that you have to get to the circle. And sure, it is you get more familiar with the map. It feels more small, but you still have that journey. And along that journey, different things can happen, you know. And I think that's how those two games are able to sort of survive this quote unquote live service lifestyle. Whereas Halo, you, they just need to inject new game modes, new maps, new whatever. They just have to keep it pumping out. And and I think it's just, it's, it's the challenge of making a, a live service. I don't know how to fix it, but uh, the community definitely can feel the, uh, the, I don't know, the repetitiveness of, of the season. Staleness. Yeah. I just want to throw out there for this current season, why do these pirate ships have sails when there's no air in space? <laughs> no question. <laughs> Don't question I'm just, it. I'm just wondering. Solar, those are solar. Those are solar. Uh, they're, ga- they're getting solar winds. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, solar powered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you guys ready to move on to the next topic? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Microsoft appears to uh, be aiming to acquire Japanese game studios. So earlier today, um, our co-host, Mr. James Stikislea, he listed a he made a list of possible companies that Xbox could buy. And honestly, I saw the names and I was like, oh, but it was the last name. The, the one that really stood out for me. And so, James, please take it away. Tell us more about these possible companies and why you wish this particular company is acquired by Xbox. Well, if you guys aren't familiar, um, Xbox, you know, Microsoft, whatever, they're, they're, they've been known to not have any exclusives, not have any you know, studios, whatever. So they're, they're just crazily acquiring them. And even with this Activision Blizzard thing, there's still reports, still rumors, still whatever out there that hint at them wanting to get in um, a Japanese developer, a Japanese studio. They um, they are losing, at least the last I remember, they aren't really popular in Japan compared to their Sony counterpart, obviously. And the article I read didn't really mention who they might go after. So I just kind of made a list. And I was thinking, you know, who, whatever, kind of went on Wikipedia and looked it up. I had to confirm to make sure. But, um, uh, you know, Capcom, that would be an interesting acquirement. Um, I don't know. Who does, what does Bandai Namco, what does Bandai do? Didn't they do, uh, what's it called? Like the Dark Souls games? No, that Dark Souls games are uh, Friday games. Or something like that. Right? Could be wrong. I don't think so. Then there's um Konami. Um and then there's uh Sega. I don't know. Is Sega what like what is Sega? Are they just like the Sonic games and stuff? And they're sort of like producing content for all platforms? No one owns them, right? I don't think so. Yeah, Bandai Namco is Dark Souls. Oh really? Okay, so yep, they must be the combat. 
it must be the what you call it um publisher so that must be a publisher because i'm pretty sure it's like hello like good guy gaming or something like that that does the dark souls series friday games or something who makes the dark who makes dark souls are you talking about from from software there you go from software that's the developer they must go through bandai for um distribution um and then i mean it'd be neat but like what if microsoft they have uh they own skyrim they own bethesda what is everyone mashing up and and saying this would be a dream game pokemon what if they like i don't this is just crazy i don't know the legalese or whatever (laughs) you guys can comment below tell me if you know how this would be impossible but what if they owned what if they bought game freak and started making pokemon games for all consoles and platforms and game pass and all that stuff like what if they did that and they gave it like they gave uh Game Freak, Bethesda Resources, and basically made Fallout oh or, my God. or, you know, Oblivion-style, like, Pokemon. Like, oh, that would be so awesome. So awesome. That was my list. Ah, damn. Yeah, because when I saw your list, I was just like, holy crap, that is um, pretty freaking cool. And... But yeah, like it's just a you know, there's no uh, solid like mentions or anything. Phil, he uh, Phil Spencer hasn't spilled the beans on that yet. I think they want to keep quiet on their acquisitions right now, um, just because yeah. uh, <laughs> they're they're really trying to push that Blizzard uh, Activision through. <laughs> yeah, and um, God, man. It's because you just got my mind going. I'm over here, like visualizing a like a game freak Pokemon game with those financial resources. That would be a beauty. That's the dream. That's the dream. You know, that's what everyone says. All right. What about you, Manny? What are your thoughts on a game freak game, a Pokemon game with the financial resources of something like Bethesda? That would be cool. It would be nice to actually play a Pokemon game on my Xbox for once instead of having to contemplate stealing my son's uh, little Switch over there. Does <laughs> your son still Just use the it. Switch? Do it. <laughs> You're over there like Palpatine. Do it. Uh, yeah. Do it. Do yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be nice. That really would be nice. And to have a cross play to where we can play with PC gamers and maybe even some Switch gamers. That would be kind of interesting. Yeah, very similar to kind of like, uh, what is it, Fortnite, where you can play with anybody across the board, whether they're on mm-hmm. mobile, on PlayStation, on PC, on Switch. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Rocket League is almost the same way. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, almost. Yeah. That would be just if you were playing mobile with console players. I wonder how the whole uh, party chat would work. Yeah, I remember uh, speaking of that really (laughs) quick. I remember when Fortnite was really big on mobile, Mm. and we (laughs) wouldn't we would intentionally have one person or a team be the party leader because when they would ready up 
um, it would put everybody in the in the in the party in the game lobby into mm-hmm. a mobile server. So oh, wow. we were on our Xboxes, you know, and our buddy was on his phone, and we were just slaying dudes left and right. Or what you could do is you could link up your uh, Xbox controller onto your the Bluetooth on your phone. And if you tap the ready button on the screen, it would automatically switch you into mobile controls. And then once the game started, you can just switch to your controller and you were just, again, slaying fools using your controller while everybody else was, you know, like tapping the screen to shoot and to crouch and whatnot. Uh, those were the good old days. Those were indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we move on to the next topic? Yes. We're getting a little closer to the end. So Overwatch 2 just came out. And did you guys get a chance to play it? No, I haven't. James, have you had a chance to play it? I I played Halo Infinite, and that is the only company that I will uh, play half their game. <laughs> I'm going to wait for the full release of Overwatch yeah. 2, and, and hopefully there's not a time gate on when I can move my stuff over. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I'm waiting on. Give me a full game. Yeah, well, and so... One of the things that's going on with this game and people are starting to notice uh, is the fact that it's um, it's online service, which is Battle.net, is now requiring phone verification for you to be able to play other game. And it looks like Modern Warfare 2 is, isn't, it's not going to be the exception. You are going to have to use your phone or your phone number for verification. Do you guys, are you guys opposed to that? Uh, James, um, I believe you shared the article. I think you might have an opinion on the, on this. What, what's going on? What, what, what are you thinking about this? The meat and potatoes of Overwatch um, is its PvP, is its competitiveness, is people grinding to become the best or their team becoming the best. And, you know, Trials and Destiny 2 was pretty much destroyed uh, once it returned because of cheaters. So I understand the steps taken. Um, it sucks that the first few days they had it so rigid. I believe now they were able to, um, you know, people with cricket phones can actually play the game now. So wow. I believe they've worked on that. Yeah, people weren't able to play even if they had cricket phones. Holy crap. The prepaid was not you know, available. Yeah, yeah. Um, Asmongold made a comment saying if he had two options, one was everyone could play, but we would have a bunch of cheaters because it's now free to play. It's now free to play. That's huge. Um, so we'd have a bunch of player, uh, cheaters and everyone could play. Or would you want to be in a world where, you know, select countries, select places couldn't play, um, because of, you know, maybe they don't have, um, Postpaid phones, they only could do prepaid, mm-hmm. and we would have a lower limit of cheaters. And I get what he's saying. I get he was saying, you know, the health of the game is important, um, especially now it's free to play. But if we can put on a, you know, a man on the moon and a robot on Mars, we can figure out <laughs> how to get everyone to play Overwatch and deal with cheaters. So that's my stance. Um, and it sucks. It sucks. But this is a AAA company. 
Why are AAA companies releasing half of a game? Yay, it's multiplayer. Cool. It's just like the one before with a few tweaks. Sure, they've updated it. Um, uh, so it's five instead of six player teams. Now that's great. But if they had such a, a rigid um, uh, sign-on, you know, where you had to do mobile phone verification or whatever, why did they shut off Overwatch 1? You yeah. know, like... That's what frustrates me. Do whatever you want to do, but why do you have to shut off Overwatch One? Um, and, and that's 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 my confusion with these AAA companies. Um, you know, Halo did it. Um, now, you know, Overwatch Two is doing it. It's just like, I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> I'm, give me the full game. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Um, you're, you know, they have great cutscenes and stuff or mini stories, but yeah. That is true. True, true, true. That's my thoughts. <laughs> Annie, did you ever get to play the first Overwatch? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if you played the first one, if you if you played the first one and you had everything linked up, mm-hmm. um, you know, you had your Bnet, your Battle.net um, account and everything, you could transfer characters from the first game to this other first game or whatever you can switch them from overwatch to overwatch two. Oh, okay. And, um, but now if you were to be, you know, cause since you're a first time player, you'd have to grind for the old characters. And it's, this is, this is another reason why I wanted to talk about this, you know, forget the horrible launch and and everything like that. Eventually they will have a really beautiful game, Mm -hmm. a complete game. So my question is, did we win against loot boxes? Because, they have the battle pass. A lot of games yeah. are free to play, but with a battle pass. Did you do you guys think we won? Um as gamers? Like, yeah, you know, we can we can be for victory. Because I feel like yes, but definitely we're seeing them not respect our time. You have to grind for these old characters for hours. I think um what this is going to lead to, and this is something that I noticed with <clears throat> what's it called, um, Warzone or Call of Duty, is you have to at least for okay, well, for Modern Warfare, the first one that just came, like the the, the newer one, like for Warzone, you have to 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 use all the different attachments on your guns. You have to level up your weapon first to unlock all the different attachments. And some weapons have a max level of 71, 50-something, whatever it is. However, like it, has, it comes with the battle pass. However, if you wanted to, you could go and buy uh, a blueprint, which usually comes attached with a whole bunch of other stuff. And that blueprint has the attachments, and you, ha- and you haven't even leveled up your gun, but it has attachments that make your gun really really good like you could probably go in there and if you find out oh this gun is the meta right now then you could probably go on to whatever and find whatever blueprint they're talking about you buy the bundle that it comes attached to it and then boom and that's it you didn't have to grind the, the the weapon or anything like that and you know now you're just mowing down people left and right while everybody else is trying to level up their guns just so they can unlock a certain um, what's it called a grip or a magazine or a scope or whatever it is 
So that might be something that could happen now because now you don't have loot boxes. And instead, they're just going to outright say, hey, if you want this character, you can actually pay for it instead. I don't know. That's my two cents on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I just hope that, you know, I know that they have to make a profit. And I know they have to um, promote people spending money on there. They can't just give it all away for free. But, you know, give us the battle pass. Let us grind through it at a, a reasonable pace. Someone with a 40-hour work week could get through in a decent amount of time. And then on top of that, have things outside of the battle pass that we want to buy um, that is a lot better. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that, uh, you know, cosmetic wise and everything. But it sounds like, you know, you're going to have to grind through this um, battle pass for hours to get things um, that look basic, uh, especially you have to grind to unlock heroes. So now we've gotten over loot boxes because of legal stuff. And now it's about do these live service games or games for service or whatever, are they respecting the player's time, you know, or are they just like the only people that can ever get anywhere on the game are just people that are professionals. I have, I don't have a 40 hour work week. Like most of us do. (sighs) Well, um, we're approaching the end. Are you guys ready for our two cents segment? Yes. Oh my God! Two cents. Yep. Two cents. What are you gonna do? So let me get my stopwatch here. I can. We'll first ask the question, and then I'll start the timer. Just so you guys have enough time, because there's quite a few topics, or you know, secret topics, so to speak. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Manny, you're gonna go first. Uh, of course. Okay, so. <laughs> These are the different topics, and my question is, which of the following news are you most interested in? Are you most excited for? Are you most looking forward to? Are you most pissed off about? Okay? And it can be literally anything? Well, no. Well, I'm going to give you a list, and you're just going to pick. Oh, you're, oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, a list? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm pretty sure I think Matt James, as soon as he hears this one, he's going to be like, oh, come on. All right, so here we go. Here's the list. Apple Music is coming to Xbox. (laughs) Death Space Remake is not coming to PS4, contrary to rumors. Microsoft uh, pushes back against Sony and UK regulators, highlighting how Sony is dominating the console war, so to speak. And Sony, turns out, they paid $3.5 million to put ARK on PlayStation Plus for one month. Meanwhile, Microsoft paid a million dollars less to put it on Xbox Game Pass for six months. So, Manny, which of those news are you most excited about? (laughs) Sorry. Hey, timer starts now. Bye. Oh, my God. All right, so when you texted me that uh, that little article from Twitter that Apple Music was finally coming to Xbox, I was like, oh, my God, you made my night. I literally, uh, before we started this recording, I had to download it. At first, I couldn't, like, uh, see it in the Microsoft Store, 
but it's only because I was just typing the word Apple. I thought that, you know, just by typing the word Apple, it would pop up. But no, you have to type. And listen, my fellow Apple Music users, you have to type Apple Music, okay? Don't freak out if it doesn't pop up with just Apple. You have to type Apple Music. And it popped up and I installed it. I had to sign in and I had to reset my password because I kind of forget. But anyways, hmm? yay! I don't have to use Spotify anymore. I can finally use something that I fucking pay for monthly. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right. I'm so excited. But yeah. Okay, that was a minute with zero seconds and eighty four hundredths of a second. So good job, good job, Manny. And I am, and I am happy for you. I really am. You. And I hope <laughs> that eventually YouTube music makes it onto Xbox. God damn it. Okay. James, are you ready? Uh, yeah. to, my daughter's to... not ready though, apparently. Uh -oh. But um, I'm okay. ready. <laughs> uh, do you want me to read over the topics already, really quick, or do you do you already have one? In no, mind? I have my, I have my. Yeah, All right, have my then discussion. Here points. we go. Go ahead, sir. Um, yeah, the Dark Souls thing, or the uh, uh crap. Maybe you should have read over the Death names space? again. <laughs> the Dead Space. Yeah, thank you. That not coming to PS4. That excites me because. Um, that means we're ready to get better graphics and, and put it on more powerful um, devices and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm torn, though, because the whole, like, Microsoft thing and buying Activision and all that and them, you know, trying to uh, show that Sony has a better hold on the market. It, it That excites me, you know, that was one of the topics, right, a roundabout yeah. way. Sony's um, that excites the me because, war, so to speak. Yeah. Um, they get a lot of exclusives. They get a lot of exclusives. Yet they're over here, you know, worried that Microsoft's gonna buy this, you know, company and and make an exclusive. Like they're just worried that they're not gonna have those deals anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what they're worried about. They're still gonna have those games. Microsoft's not gonna lose on um, not selling games on another platform. That's that's just dumb. So I don't know. I can't choose between the two. Um, let's go with let's go with uh, Dead Space. It's I'm excited about that because it's time for us to move on to, to newer consoles. Mm -hmm. Even though um, I'm not there yet, yeah. I'm excited for people who can enjoy those consoles or the new stuff. All right, <laughs> that's much. So my two cents there. I don't know how a many minute minutes I have and thirty one seconds for thirty eight hundredths of a second. <laughs> Oh, not man. bad, not bad, sir. <laughs> and all right, for myself, really quick, I am most interested in the fact that Sony paid a million dollars more than Microsoft did. And I'm wondering if with this current battle or fight between Sony and Microsoft in regards to Activision, the Activision acquisition, um, what more, um, what's it called? Um, what skeletons in the closet we're going to find out about some of these things? Why did Microsoft pay a million dollars less? What was involved in there? You know, And so I wonder what other games we've gotten on Game Pass that we didn't even know um, that Microsoft paid a certain amount and they got it for cheaper than Sony. Is that also the reason why Sony is so pissy and so, you know, like adamant about Microsoft, um, mm. you know, acquiring um, Activision and Blizzard? 
or is this just a separate event and nothing's going to come of it? You know, so that that's what I am most interested in. <clears throat> Good. All righty, guys. Good choice. Well, that is it. Manny, are you there? Yes. Uh, All right. <laughs> Manny, so uh, before you go off and listen to Apple Music on the Xbox, since, yes. no, <clears throat> by the way, guys, she was using Discord on the Xbox. Just yes. so you all know. So before this you go off and listen to Apple Music on your Xbox, would you care to sign us off, please? Yes, of course. If you are a Apple user, an iPhone user, make sure you like and subscribe us and follow us on wherever you listen to your podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to hit like and su subscribe and follow. And if you are on Spotify, please leave us a question, any comments, any suggestions, anything. We welcome it all. And thank you so much for being a part of our little journey here. We do appreciate every single one of you. I hope we have given y'all some really great content to listen to. I hope it's been entertaining. And thank you, guys. It was a wonderful night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah, good night. <laughs> My yeah. Son. yeah. Yeah.